1: And with that, we are back. It's the ACL pod featuring the one and only Captain Wags. I'm ACL, guys. He is Wags. Welcome back in NFL week six, college football week seven. We are in the middle of October, arguably the best month of the year in sports. Obviously, football, baseball playoffs, basketball starting up in a couple of weeks. Hockey's going Wags. We got tennis going on. We got golf. We got everything, man. So, yeah, great time to be a sports fan and sports better. Wags, how you doing, man? Everything good?
0: Yeah, things are great. You know, just uh, prepping for the pod, doing, uh, you know, obviously hockey back into full swing. Had a couple of games last night, um, five games tonight. We had uh, hockey on ESPN for the first time. I what do you think was... of
1: the ESPN broadcast? I saw a couple of tweets. You uh, yeah, you, you, I was not so, loving it.
0: I wasn't loving it. I saw some tweets that, you know, I saw some mixed, right? Okay. So there, there was a couple of camera angles that were good, but... I almost felt like they weren't as clear. Um, it's like almost like they weren't even in HD. So hmm. that was uh, interesting <laughs> to me. Yeah, it's like where what, what year are we living? Or maybe my TV's messed up, and I was the only one. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, no, that that's awesome. And uh, looking forward to this weekend, heading to the Kentucky Georgia game in Athens. So you
1: will be there, out. and I believe game day is there, right?
0: Game day is there. Yeah, so. Um, Really excited, and uh, yeah, I go with uh, my my father and my brother every year to a a new stadium, and this year happened to be Georgia. We randomly picked a Kentucky game, not knowing that (laughs) Kentucky would be undefeated at the time, um, which uh, I was high on Kentucky this year. I I think they've, uh, and I said in many of the pods, uh, especially the preseason one, that they were going to compete against Florida for the um, second spot in the East, in the SEC East, and uh, here we are. And Kentucky wins this game, and they're in the they're in the <laughs> they're driving they're driving the the truck. You know, you got Georgia and, and Florida in the back seat.
1: Talking about college football playoff playoff. Playoff, kentucky, yeah. if they win this game 20 kentucky and
0: cincinnati oh
1: yeah oh yeah oh yeah i would love that you know i love it if cincinnati got to play kentucky in uh oh, in, the, in the semifinal game um yeah no that's the game we'll, we'll we'll talk about a little bit later george anywhere between 21 and a half i've seen as high as 23 um for that game against kentucky yeah guys we are of course coming off another max play winner on saturday which is great i had the over 71 in the utsa western kentucky game and cash in the third quarter so lots of nice dms lots of nice emails lots of nice comments from clients on huge. that which is awesome huge yeah, that was fun that was uh, i think there was a touchdown in the first like 45 seconds and i thought it might actually hit at halftime but uh, yeah. <laughs> which would have been really cool. But hey, we'll take a third quarter cash on a max play anytime we can get it. So amazing. Um, that's always fun. Hopefully we'll be doing that soon again. I know you and I have been talking back and forth. You may potentially I know you're waiting on some some other dynamics and, you know, injury information, weather, et cetera. You may have a max play coming up on Sunday for uh, your NFL card, right?
0: Yeah, it looks like a, a max on the card. We'll, okay. we'll see. I mean, um, I would I would say it's at least going to be a three unit again barring any injuries and we have to see how things play out um, over the course of the week as, as things do change. Um, you know, you never know if a, a certain player is, is going to come down with COVID or yep. uh, got to be careful, you know, not pull their, pull their hamstring, you know, hamstrings have been kind mm. of the consistent theme. I think last year uh, right after COVID and whether or not there was going to be a season, we, we saw a lot of knees this year. It's hamstrings, um so yeah you, you got to keep an eye on that but uh, i definitely like a particular game this week in the nfl that i am eyeing um, for a max play so uh cool. let's get
1: it be on the lookout for that guys wags let's jump right name in college football obviously the biggest story last week and potentially going forward here was alabama the number one team oh. in the country the what happened what happened team. yeah right what exactly happened? <laughs> jimbo happened jimbo happened the team that was favored or and actually in some places I'll say the co-favorite with Georgia headed in the last week to win the national title. That is no longer the case. Alabama goes down 18 point favorites. You were on Texas A&M plus 18. Kudos to you. Awesome play there. Um, your thoughts on is there value potentially now on Alabama? We, we see this almost every year where one of these top teams loses, but they still get into the playoff and whenever they lose obviously their their future odds are going to drop. So as of right now guys, Georgia's around plus 130 favorite to win the whole thing. Alabama's plus 240. Next closest on the board is Ohio State at 8 to 1, then you got Oklahoma 16 to 1, Iowa 22 to 1 and so on so on. Cincinnati 28 to 1. Um thoughts on maybe buying low on Alabama here at plus 240 or is it a situation where they might not even get in potentially if Georgia runs the table, and Georgia beats them in the SEC title game for their second loss.
0: Yeah, I think it's a fair question, and I still think Bama has a chance to get in. So if you like Bama, think they're going to improve and get in, you know, yes, there. You know, look, you obviously have your thoughts and there's value. At plus two f- plus 240, I don't think it's enough okay. um, for me to pull the trigger on Bama. Do, do, I, do I think that number is going to get better? No. But do I, I just don't think it should be there. And, and the reason is, if they run the table, if Georgia runs the table, and again, there's a lot of ifs because upsets do happen. I mean, look, we just Kentucky saw that Alabama lose. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, then Bama could get in. And, and if they do have two losses and they end up – like they run the table and they end up losing to Georgia close in the SEC championship, there is a chance for them to still get in with two losses. It's going to have to depend on how teams like like – they're not going to get in over an undefeated Oklahoma, even though Oklahoma's playing really, really tight games and barely getting by. Could
1: they get in um, over an undefeated Cincinnati? I think the answer is yes.
0: It's possible. I think Cincinnati, I think if they went out, um, especially with like an SMU who's undefeated and they're able to get by SMU, then I certainly think that you know, Cincinnati's going to get in. Okay. I mean, they'll, they'll have beaten Indiana, who, who's, you know, maybe a little off. And, you know, they've beaten Notre Dame, and they'll beat SMU, and they're undefeated. I mean, and you can't UCF, ask anything more. Which is, even right. though they're
1: down, I think UCF is a big enough name still. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right? So that's you know, where I think. I
0: so, agree with that. Yeah. So I think if, if Cincinnati wins, I, I think they're in. I really do uh, if they win mm-hmm. out. Georgia, w- Georgia's is going to be in, assuming they went out. And, and even if they lose the SEC championship to an Alabama, then I think both, both teams, that's where Cincinnati is going to run into some trouble mm-hmm. is if, is if Georgia and Alabama went out, Alabama upsets, Georgia close game, both will get you know, in. upsets them. Both of them will yeah. get in. Then you got teams like Ohio state who looks phenomenal now. I mean, after that loss to Oregon, Oregon came in. Uh, they woke up C.J. Stroud is playing out of his mind right now. They have great – the best receiving core in the nation, mm-hmm. a great running back who's a Heisman candidate right now, top top 10 Heisman runner. Um, so, yeah, I, I, look, Oklahoma, Georgia, Iowa. I mean, you know, we keep forgetting about Iowa, who's ranked number two, just beat Penn State. For me, no, the I'm, Big Ten,
1: <laughs> whoever wins the Big Ten is, is going to get in because you have so the many heck, undefeated yeah. teams, Michigan, Michigan State, Iowa – and then one loss Ohio State. I think whoever right. wins it, even if it's a one loss team, is going to get it because those teams are so strong. I mean, they're all ranked in the top ten.
0: So right. I mean, the question, the only question is, is, is if somehow there's a two, there's only two lost teams there, then. Maybe right. they're not not. I, th- I don't see that happening. But those schedules are really tough um, that, you know, they, they all got to play each other. So that's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess for a long story now short is I don't think there's value on Alabama at plus 240. But if it was at like plus 350 or higher, I would go in and, and take Alabama. It
1: it makes sense. I um there's so on DraftKings and on numerous that you can bet on will a team make the playoff? Yes or no. And a lot of times, there's that presents more value. Sometimes it's less value. And Alabama right now, I, I was a little bit surprised that it was this low. Yes, it's minus one forty five on them to simply make the playoff. So if you look at it from you know that standpoint, yes, minus one forty five, but to win the whole thing is plus two forty. So they would have to basically hit a, 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 a two game parlay to cash the plus two forty um, against potentially Georgia, where it's not it maybe going to be a pick 'em. So for me, I'm, I'm more likely and more inclined to shop around and, and play the yes on Alabama to make it at, at minus 145 as opposed to that plus 240 or even lower. I've seen it in, in some shops because they're probably going to have to beat Georgia at some point to win the national title, either in the SEC title game or in the playoffs. So always shop yeah, around, look, guys.
0: I'll tell you what, man. Alabama is not the Alabama that we've seen over the last eight years. I said it last last podcast. I'll say it again. Look, they got a tough schedule. They got to go to Mississippi State I, again. They're 17-18 point favorites mm-hmm. this this week and Mississippi like to be honest, kind of a little short um you know, talk about like, you know, fishy lines later. Mm-hmm. Didn't make it, but seems a little short coming off a loss. You know, I think most people are expecting Alabama to come in fired up and and just to put it on them and and I've seen some drops in that line. So You know, I'm not saying they're gonna lose outright like they did last week as 18 point favorites, but you know they also have to go. They gotta play LSU. I mean, I know LSU's a really really down year, but that's LSU Super Bowl. Um, And then they gotta play Arkansas and then finish at Auburn. So I mean, there's a a few tough tests. Um, that Alabama has to face before they go in the uh, win out and play Georgia in the, in that title game.
1: Any of those losses against any of those teams, I don't care if they go and smoke Georgia in, in the SEC title game. I don't think that they're yeah. that they're agree. In the playoffs, agree. So. You can
0: now if you if you lose on the road to A and M, uh, you know who who yeah. has arguably not looked that great, and then you lose to an Auburn or an Arkansas or Mississippi State. Yeah, you're done. Toast. Done. You're not getting in. Yeah,
1: which is why moving over to the heisman i mean these numbers to me are, are just, I, I just don't see it i mean i talked to ton about cj Star last week 16 to 1 i hope some of you guys were able to get in on that he's now down to plus 550 uh so he's a guy at 16 to 1 i certainly like the ticket there that i got that uh, hopefully some of you guys are able to get as well so just because of the numbers at ohio state i think it's going to put up i did see a few articles the other day they, they did like a a straw poll sort of a uh Unofficial straw, obviously unofficial, but just sort of talking with potential Heisman voters. And Kenneth Walker III from Michigan State and Bijan Robinson from Texas got a lot of love in this sort of unofficial straw poll. You can get those guys around 18 to 1, 15 to 1, 18 to 1 um, if you shop around. So it's hard for me to see a running back win just because I haven't seen it all that often. <laughs> I know how these guys do, right. but. I just, in my mind, these Bryce Young plus 175, Matt Corral plus 180 numbers are just nuts. And I, I, everything that I've seen, everything that I've read is that it's wide open. It's, you know, people have not decided on anything yet, relatively close to those numbers. So whether you're looking at CJ Stroud, I don't think Desmond Ritter's going to get it from Cincinnati. So for me, it's Stroud. Walker Robinson, maybe if you want to take a fly around 18 to one, there's probably worse bets out there. You can maybe even sell it down, you know, props off down the road. So take a look at those numbers. I just wouldn't be buying younger Corral right now.
0: You're not, you're not looking at Kenny Pickett at Pitt.
1: Man, you know how I feel about Pitt based on my tweet yesterday. Uh,
0: 40, 40 to one, no. you can get Kenny Pickett. I mean, I, I agree, no, but from a flyer perspective, I mean, they put up numbers. Uh, Pitt has a chance to win the ACC. Their only loss, I mean, their only loss is. <laughs> Is in a shootout against Western Michigan again. That's kind of a terrible, terrible loss. Hey, look, they're they're great against the spread. Um, <laughs> I, I <know. laughs> we we've, we've, won, a, we've about won a letter. few games with them. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, that's right. Um, so uh, yeah, no, that's um, interesting. You know, as far as Desmond Ritter is concerned, I would save my money. Yep. I don't think he puts it up. Even putting up. Uh, Cincinnati puts up 52 points against Temple, a very weak team. He only throws for 260 yards, two touchdowns. He doesn't do much with his legs. You look at somebody like Matt Corral. Beat, you know, they they play a very tough Arkansas team. Win in crazy fashion. Uh, another amazing game, and another amazing finish. But Matt Corral only puts up 280 yards, but he also put up 95 yards rushing, and he had four total touchdowns compared to Ritter's two. So there's no way that Ritter is going to get in he just doesn't have the numbers even if Cincinnati wins out he's not the guy CJ Stroud puts up over 400 yards passing mm-hmm. last week five touchdowns i mean that guy like those top 3 are really really intriguing Ritter yeah because he's on an undefeated team and he's a quarterback but it's really their defense and and running game also that helps out they're they they play a great team game um you know I, i'm more interested again in Bijan Robinson um, maybe, maybe Kenneth Walker the third. I guess um, I, I would be more inclined to go
1: with with uh, Robinson over Walker only because I think Texas. First of yeah. all, I think Texas is better, and secondly, I think Texas at the end of the day will probably have more more wins than than Michigan State. So, no doubt. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, I saw eighteen to one out there for B. John Robinson, so.
0: Yeah, the only issue I see with Stroud, though, is that even though I mean, I, sixteen to one now, nine to one, or wherever you know. Plus five fifty, you bet online shots. today. Yeah, I- incredible. They got Trevion Henderson right. in the same backfield, right, as their running back. Who you know, obviously, I think most of the voters are going to vote for Stroud. Potentially take some some votes away um, from Stroud, which which could hurt. But I, I don't That's really see that being that big of an issue. But it's just something to keep in That's
1: mind. It's a great point. Trevion Henderson, twenty five to one. If you want to go that route speaking of Matt Corral wags Mississippi at Tennessee this weekend what's the total uh, you you read my mind I, Mississippi <laughs> minus three which is okay the total is up to 82 and that might not be high enough that's crazy that.
0: to think that the total is 82 on a three-point spread I mean it may as well just call it pick them because right. whoever scores last is going to be eighty-two. I don't think I've seen a total that
1: high. I can. I've remember. seen
0: seventy, maybe eighty-four. Yeah. I've seen one a couple years ago. I remember there was
1: an eighty-five, and I'm drawing a blank on when it was. But I mean, the way that we're seeing the money come in on this number, man, it, it's it's one-way traffic. I'm not running to the window to take an under. I'm not running to the window to take an under even if it gets to as high as 85. eighty-five. I'm not saying I'm playing the over, but I, just based on what I've seen this is one of those games where you know matt corral sitting there saying this might be my husband trophy yep. chance right against totally this, against oh yeah and, hey
0: look and, and tennessee they're sitting there licking their chops too they put up points yeah hey tennessee ha- has really uh, done some sort of 180 right um Hypo, they're no man. longer the, like a, la- a laughing stock where tennessee was struggling for you know they were a miami they were a nebraska a usc um, where they were struggling, and, and now, I mean, look, they're not back. Let's, They're far from back,
1: but they're putting up points at least. They have a quarterback. It's amazing that they were actually debating whether to play Hooker or not. Uh, last <laughs> week for South Carolina, 17 of 23, 225, three touchdowns. So they're doing something right. I mean, this is a Tennessee team. In the last two games, it's put up 45 and 62 points. Um, yep. So, yeah, that should be a really, really fun game. I, th- I think Matt Corral, again, if you, if, if you like Matt Corral Heisman, I would actually buy now as opposed to after because he's going to have stats in this game. So that, that number could go down.
0: Interestingly enough, my dad and my brother and I were between the Georgia-Kentucky game and the Ole Miss-Tennessee game and how polar opposite they are, right, for this weekend. So we're going to – Likely an under situation, I think the total is about half of what the Tennessee Ole Miss game is. So uh, it's a good thing we all like uh, defensive football, smash mouth type football, because that's going to be exciting. But, you know, let's go watch Lane Kiffin and, and Corral go into uh, up to Tennessee and, and face Heupel. That, that's going to be something else as well. That'll be a, a barn burner, as they say.
1: Yes, your game total is 44 and a half. So there we go.
0: <laughs> Almost half. There Almost you half go. Half
1: half. Um, all right, man, moving over to the NFL. I, I think it's fair to say that uh, not only just based on the odds, anyone can sort of look at the board, just the feel of, you know, if you talk to people, you see kind of the talking heads on, on – um, on all of the, the shows and, and whatnot. As far as Super Bowl favorite, certainly the AFC favorite, based on what happened in Kansas City this past week where the Buffalo Bills plus two and a half, they go in there, big revenge game. I talked about it. Uh, it was a number that I was sort of eyeing all week. I knew I was going to be on the Bills. I was debating between whether being on the Bills plus two and a half or being on the Bills team total. And as I tweeted out the other day, I, I, I landed on the Bills team total over because I basically – didn't want to have to fade Patrick Mahomes when I could have just fade the Kansas City defense, right? Yep. So I wound up playing Bills over team total 27. I think they had 24 at the half, which was nice. But, man, this Buffalo Both Bills hit. team looks legit. They are one of those teams that got really, really close last year, which we see often. And then the next year, they take that next step. So mm-hmm. the new AFC Look, the favorite Bills, men.
0: yeah, they're dominant. I mean – after losing that first game to Pittsburgh, which in my opinion was an anomaly. I was actually on pit because that line kind of pump blocks. We weird were doing, weird yeah, stuff. it was weird. Yeah. Um, but the bills since then have been on an omission and they're destroying everything that gets in their way. Um, they obviously have Josh Allen who could run and pass uh, great receivers. Stefan Diggs, Awesome. But they also have some of these role players with Emmanuel Sanders, who has stepped up. Huge. Cole Beasley, haven't seen much out of him because he doesn't really need to. And even the running back situation with um, Singletary and Moss, I mean, it's really been – like that's all they need. Um, On the other – look, that's incredible. They're putting up a league leading 34.4 points per game. Okay? That's incredible through five games. Okay? Polar opposite on – well, not – I mean, I I wouldn't say polar opposite. They're only allowing – the league best, 12.8 points a game. They're averaging beating teams by 21.5 points, 21.6 to be exact. I mean, they are literally crushing all of the teams. And and there's parity in the NFL. um, And you saw it in in week one when they lost to Pittsburgh. But um, I'd say the only knock on Buffalo so far is their schedule. They haven't really played anybody. They beat, I believe, Miami, Washington, Houston, and um, and they just beat the, Chiefs. the only yeah. yeah the Chiefs obviously but the Chiefs are only two and three their opponents' record right now are eight and seventeen overall mm-hmm. so not not that good uh, that's the only knock I, I'm not trying to downplay how good they are um, I would say that Buffalo is the team right now to beat in the AFC no doubt but there's a couple of teams that are right on their heels or at least right behind them that I would say in the Chargers and the Browns that we saw um, a crazy game last week um so i think they're right there
1: i can never remember this far into the the year and by far you know six weeks in where as far as the nfl mvp there's basically six people who obviously the odds are not exactly the same but they're essentially tied uh as far as the odds for mvp josh allen is the favorite in, in most shops but right behind them lamar tom brady Dak prescott kyler murray justin Herbert, and last week kyler murray was the favorite you know, they scored whatever they scored, 17 points against the Niners. Again, the Niners should have covered, by the way. Um, and he he did not look great. And then Josh Allen does what he does on national TV against the Chiefs defense, and now he's the favorite. But any of those guys, to me, at this point, you could make an argument to vote for them as the MVP of the league. Personally, I, I might be going with Justin Herbert at this point, just based on what they've done and the sort of... Uh, situations that his, that they've been in, and him having to you know lead his team back. I think they were down two touchdowns to the Browns. He leads them back. You certainly could make a case for Josh Allen, but I think the strength of schedule for the Chargers has been much more difficult. And then you have kind of have that second tier of guys: Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Matthew Stafford, and then Patrick Mahomes is always going to be in it to a degree. But for me, yep. it's really any of those six. You could you could you could make an argument, except for um, for. Uh, Lamar Jackson of those six I'd probably have him ranked 6th as of now but man it is tight up at the, it is tight at the top as far as uh, NFL MVP right now.
0: Yeah, no, very tight. And honestly right now, look, there's nothing more volatile than the these MVP and Heisman, which is great because you can right. f- basically get value. Where I'm looking at value right now is Mahomes. Okay. It's such a buy low situation with Mahomes at 18 to 1. I mean, preseason, he was 5-1. to one. Yep. Okay, he was the favorite to win this uh, award. Now he's at 18-1. to one. And if, and I'm not saying he's going to win it, it's just a value play because if the Chiefs do find the rhythm, you know, maybe they go out and sign somebody on defense or, so, you know, somewhere to help them out, and they find the rhythm and they start beating teams, and Mahomes then takes off from here to the end of the season, he, he's going to be a tough guy to beat. Um, and to have an 18-1 to one ticket... It's not the worst thing to have. There are
1: worse bets out there than taking Patrick Mahomes to to do good things, we'll say, right? Yep. So, yeah, they uh, Kansas City plays the Washington football team defense this weekend, which is certainly underwhelmed. It was a defense that I faded twice last week. I know you were on that game as well. So... Uh, you know, in a in a bounce-back game, again, for the Chiefs off a loss, you certainly expect Patrick Mahomes to do some stuff, and you know he has the, the talent around him to do that. So I agree. These MVP markets are wild. Heisman markets are wild because it's just one game affects everything. People see, like, this one game, and they're like, I'm going to go bet that guy. And then all the money comes in on them, which is why you see Lamar Jackson now into plus 550. He was, like, 25 to 1 two weeks ago. So there we go. Um the Cincinnati Bengals, I just want to get your thoughts on this. The Cincinnati Bengals this past week were home against Green Bay. They took money all week. They were as high as, like, plus four at home against the Packers, down to plus three. And the key thing for me, they, they they went past that key number of three. They were at plus two in some shops at kick. So that was late money. That was professional money on the Bengals through the three, down to the two. I believe it was a game you teased. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Um, last week which was a, an excellent just sort of long teaser there but Cincinnati Bengals I don't love their coaching Zach Taylor you know you can make the argument he probably shouldn't have kicked the field goal uh, you know run the ball kick the field goal put the put the game on his kicker but whatever they they were they look prepared they Joe Burrow the chase hopefully Burrow's okay he had to go to the hospital after uh, the game with some throat issue but the Cincinnati Bengals team is this a team with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase that can compete? And the AFC maybe, I don't to say win the division, but maybe make the playoffs this year?
0: Yeah, so you're right. I did have the Bengals in a teaser, a two-unit play nice. with uh, the Cowboys minus one. Um, so that, that was good. The Bengals are, quote-unquote, for real, in the sense that they can play with anybody. They, they've, they're they've they three and two. I think they're going to play close games. What's impressed me the most is on defense they're this kind of this silent defense they're a top 10 defense they're actually ranked seventh as far as points allowed um and to me that's impressive well, when have you ever heard the cincinnati bengals and good defense in the same sentence unless it was they do not have a good defense <laughs> um and, and the, the fact is that that's where cincinnati is is there's um that's where their strength is so far they do have the big play ability. Uh, Jamar Chase has proven that. I mean, Burrow to Chase is—it's fun to watch, and they're going to have some fun seasons ahead, um, assuming everybody stays healthy. Um, but they're not consistent offensively yet. Um, once they start to click, they are definitely um, a team that can get into the playoffs and and create some—you know—cause some waves and and maybe get into the second round. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I like Cincinnati. Uh, I think they, they've built a team, and I think they're uh, a team that will play with mostly any team.
1: Two of their next four games, WAGs, are against the Detroit Lions and the New York Jets. So
0: Yeah. The Lions are the best 0-5 team probably in the history of the NFL.
1: <laughs> Not the Jags. Not, the Jags? Not the Jags? Not the Jags. Uh, I can't argue. Look, Dan Campbell's awful, and Anthony Lynn is awful, but, what Dan Campbell? I will I will give him credit for it. He gets his guys to play hard. The whole rah rah. Yeah. He's a players yeah, coach. Yeah. He's
0: emotional. Yep. You can look. He cries like yep. he's so he's so into the team. He's so behind that. He's so invested um, emotionally. I mean, he he. He believes, right? Yep. He wants this team to succeed. And those guys, because of that, they feed off of that. So good for him. I mean, from that motivational side, he's definitely somebody and he's he's done some things on the field. He's made better play calls than like a Mike McCarthy has and, and as far as game management. It's a low bar. Which isn't yeah, it's a low bar. But I'm just saying he, he's he's done some I'm not saying he's a good coach, but he's done some things that have made me think that okay maybe this guy can be a head coach i'm not saying he's there yet he he already is right i mean but i'm just saying i'm not laughing at him anymore.
1: Fair where i used to laugh that's it a team led by dan campbell and anthony lennon's 0 five you shocked
0: yeah
1: it's on, it's on, no i'm
0: not i'm not shocked they lost how many games I know, by, I know. on the yeah. last game i mean <laughs> against good teams
1: against good teams that's fine they are home dogs yet again
0: but, yeah, now they're injury – they have a bunch of injuries on the
1: yep. line. Yeah, uh, is constantly hurt. Hawkinson's on the injury report all the time. Jared Goff is Jared Goff. But, yeah, they're home dogs this week to the Cincinnati Bengals who we just talked about. So, yep. we'll see. Um, all right, fishy lineup of – The week time. Wag, so, guys, for new listeners, we talk – we – you know, me and Wags basically highlight a game that is fishy. You look at the spread and you're like, what is – something wrong. Is someone injured? Why is the line like this? That kind of a thing where the line just stinks. Something just doesn't make sense. You do a double take, a triple take looking at the line. So why you want to do the honors this week, man?
0: Yeah. So uh, fishy line of the week. I think last week um, my fishy line of the week was Colorado State. They won by 20
1: um, some odd points. Today.
0: Yeah, it's Two and a half point favorites. They had no reason being a favorite. Um, and of course they are. You take that side and you win big. Uh, the fishy line of the week this year, you uh this week is Iowa and Purdue. Purdue visits Iowa, Kinnick Stadium, the number two team in the nation. Iowa, Purdue three and two, um, but Iowa's been rolling. Uh, they just came uh, came back, beat a great Penn State team in a, in a battle of top five matchups. Their defense is stout, only allowing 13 points a game, and on offense they're putting up almost 32 points a game um they've rolled pretty much every week uh and, and purdue is is a team who just lost to minnesota two weeks ago i will give them you know kind of a uh, you know they're, they're coming off a bye so there's that you know some teams react differently to that um but to me 12 points is very low for number two even though iowa's kind of this defensive team they're put up 32 points a game Um, I think it's low they're at home it's basically saying they'd only be six points at Purdue Um, for a number two team that just doesn't smell right Um, and for me I'm gonna be
1: looking hard at taking Purdue plus 12 makes a ton of sense for everything that you just mentioned obviously they come off that national TV game last week against Penn State and here they are versus Purdue Uh, mine is is number 19 BYU is Number 19, BYU, is a a six-and-a-half-point dog at Baylor. You know, BYU, of course, coming into this one after being exposed last week at home versus Boise State. I know you were on Boise Wags. Very nice play there. Uh, They lost as a, I think it was around a a touchdown dog. Now they have to go on the road uh, versus a Baylor team. Look, I I faded them the past two weeks. I've gone one-and-one doing so. But I give them all the credit in the world last week. They played very well. Uh, But now they get to host a top-25 BYU team that I don't know a week ago obviously before the Boise game people were saying can they run the table can they get into the college football playoff which I thought was crazy the BYU season win total headed into the year was six six and they're already at five and one Um, but again you see that number 19 next to their name and then you see the plus six and a half next to their name and what are people going to do they're going to go run and take the number 19 team, getting almost a touchdown here versus the Baylor team. So um, I I will say, that said, I there's still a lot of questions that I have about this Baylor team, as I mentioned last week, versus their, uh, in their game versus West Virginia that I, that I still don't love. But the line here tells a story. Let the line tell you the story here. And this BYU team is going on the road. It's going to be a hostile environment. The line was five. It opened around five, and now it's down to six and a half. May even test seven by kick. So this is one where I'm not saying that I'm going to run and play Baylor because, again, I, I don't love a lot of things about Baylor, but I'm certainly not going to jump in line to go take BYU here, uh, even, if it, even if it did get to seven. So,
0: Yeah, no, definitely stinks. That's take weird.
1: Take a look there. All right, guys, 60 seconds. In speed round time, I asked Wag, Wags questions. He asked me questions. We're trying, we're trying to get the information out there in 60 seconds some little speed round questions here wags i will go first man and do the honors if that works for you
0: uh you're gonna go first so that means i will be asking the no questions.
1: i will be asking you questions
0: oh oh we good? here we go good? putting putting the pressure, pressure on on you, putting the pressure on me putting the
1: pressure on me no no wrong it. answers unless of course you're wrong and then i'm sure you'll be hearing about it on twitter the clock begins now who wins i think i think i asked you this a week ago or vice versa but Things change. Who wins the ACC this year?
0: Yeah, I'm going with Wake Forest. <laughs> um, yeah, I, look, I, I believe, I believe in them. I, I think they're actually a good team. I think everybody looks at Wake Forest, Here's Wake Forest, they kind of like, oh, they're you know that, their record, that's an accident. There's there's no way. Um, that they're going to continue to, to win, and yet they continue to win. They continue to put up points,
1: and Sam Hartman is the real Wake deal. Wake Forest is plus 650 to win the conference, guys, if you if you want to roll with with, uh, with that. Wags, should there be preseason college football polls? No, I've been saying this for years and years and years.
0: Take away the preseason polls. Get rid of them. There's no reason for them. You're only skewing and, and creating – I guess this is what they want, but creating more, right. <laughs> um, you know, more talk, more talk about why, you know, teams are losing early and things like that. Um, I think, uh, ACL, you, you brought to my attention, 44% of the top 25 in the first poll, um, are no longer in the top 25. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yeah. I believe yeah. that's correct. So, so yes, get rid of them. They, Let's get them out in uh, week eight or something around yep.
1: there. They, they, get the playoff teams out there, you know, week eight, why it's just for talk and for hype and for media. So, but it does really hurt teams that come on late and have a good year, but didn't start off well. So I think it's bad as well. I agree. Best undefeated team between San Diego state SMU or wake forest. Who's the best of those three right now?
0: Well, I just said, I think wake is going to win the ACC. Um, so I have to go with wake though. I do think that SMU is right behind them. Um, San Diego state's good. I just, you know, honestly, I don't know. I, I think they're, they're in for a test this week on a Friday at San Jose state who gets their quarterback back. Um, possibly, possibly. And, um, yeah, SMU or wake I'll go with wake. I think they win the ACC. Last
1: question. Will coach O be the coach of LSU next year?
0: I'm, I'm going to go with yes. Uh my heart says yes, my brain says no. <laughs> uh, I like Coach O. Uh, um, you know, I'm not a huge LSU fan or anything like that, but I love Coach O. I think he's a great fit for LSU. I mean, he is the Bayou, right? If you think of the Bayou and you put a, na- a face to it, it's Coach O. Or you put a voice to it, it's definitely Coach <laughs> O. Um, and, and yeah, no, I, look, they're definitely having a down couple of seasons. I look, they didn't they just win the national title? I, I remember Did them he doing just so. Win the yes. I mean, come on! <laughs> Give come the on. guy at least yeah, yeah, you know yeah, three years yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. before you fire him, right?
0: Right. There's no job security when you win it. Come on.
1: <laughs> all right, you're off. But yeah,
0: he, he's probably not. Uh, all right, we're up. ACL. Here we I'm go. Ready, you man. ready? Clock. Start the clock. Will Urban? The clock is started. Will Urban Meyer be the coach of the Jaguars next year?
1: No. Now, where will he be? I don't know USC probably if I had to guess, but. Man, I'm not sure Evan Marl will be the coach of the Jags next month, much less next year. So I, I, I will say no. It's just not a good fit. You can sort of tell, read between the lines. He's going to London this week. If they lose to the mighty Miami Dolphins, they might leave him over in London. So we'll see. He might, he might stay, not stay there. there. Not come back.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the, uh, the age is.
1: to <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> Not touching that one. <laughs> <laughs> who, will, uh,
0: who will win their first game? jaguars or the lions
1: meaning who will win their first game first you're saying
0: yeah who will win the first game first i'm gonna yes. go with the Lions. i lions. agree
1: with you that dan campbell just he does something to get these guys going and i'm I, whenever it's urban meyer it's a fade not that i'm fading them all the time you know ats but if you're just talking about winning uh i think the lions could get their first win this weekend i'll go with the detroit Lions.
0: okay uh Will the Kansas City Chiefs make the playoffs?
1: Imagine asking me that six weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> I will say yes, but they won't win the division. They'll make it as a wild card.
0: Okay. Um, last question. Best undefeated team between Coastal Carolina, Michigan State,
1: and Kentucky? Well, I know you're going to see one of these this weekend, but it's not going to be that team. It's Michigan State. It's Ooh. Michigan State. If you put wow. any of those three on a neutral versus one another, I make Michigan State the slight favorite. Uh, I love their running game; they have a Heisman you know candidate potential there. Uh, Coastal, nice story. They'd be good-sized dogs to either of those teams. It's close between Michigan State and Kentucky, but I would actually go with Michigan State. Their power rankings, West. I like Kentucky. Can't argue. Just let it let a it be bit. noted. Can't argue one bit. <laughs> Especially if they go and beat Georgia this weekend, I'll look, I'll look pretty silly there. But uh, speaking yeah. of speaking of guys, yes. Good transition, man. Uh, All right. We're going to look to, you know, just talk about two of the main games here, one in college, one in the NFL. We'll start with college. Kentucky versus Georgia. Wags, of course, will be at this game, uh, which is awesome. Hopefully, you know, get some good food down there, and uh, he'll see a good game. 6-0 6-0 Kentucky at 6-0 Georgia. Georgia currently around, again, minus 21 and a half. I've seen as high as minus 23 and a half. Total 45-46 in that range. Georgia coming to this one off that 34-10 to beatdown of Auburn on the road. Uh, and for Georgia, this is their first game being number one in the country after Alabama lost last week to AM. So we often see that dynamic where I, I don't think it's going to affect Georgia here, but a lot of times, especially when a team cracks the top 25, it's sort of like that was the goal, right? They made it, and then they have a slight letdown. I don't think it's going to affect Georgia here. Um, but something to keep in mind, they also have their bye week coming up next week before going to play Florida on the 30th. Um, Kentucky, on the other hand, comes in ranked number 11th in the country. They beat both Florida and LSU at home in the previous two weeks. Potential letdown spot here. Uh they also have their bye week coming up, which is also something to factor in. Now, I'm not saying it's, it's a letdown when you're playing the number one team in the country. I'm just saying from a human being standpoint, it's difficult to get up three games in a row, three weeks in a row. That's just hard. No matter what it is, you're a football player or you're going to the office, it's just hard to be up every single day, every single week. So something to factor in there as well. Um, but look, this is going to be a true test for Kentucky. Their offense versus the Georgia defense, Wags, Georgia they are on a historic pace. They've given up just five and a half points per game, just 203 yards, 203 yards total yards per game, which is insane. Good for t- first in the country. They also are first in passing yards, given up just 137 a game and fourth in rushing yards allowed at 66. So a true test for this Kentucky offense, maybe why the total in the game you're going to is in the mid forties.
0: Yeah, I'm pumped, man. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to go see the best team in the country play. Again, 22 and a half, 21 and a half, depending on where you look, point favorites. Um, look, this team is playing an undefeated team now in Kentucky who beat a good Florida Gators team by seven last week. They go to or they they're at home. They play LSU in, in a spot that was not a good spot for them. And they win by 21 points. They put up 42 points against LSU. That was the most that LSU let up this year. Uh, now I'm not saying LSU uh, has a great defense, um, but they put up 475 yards against them and 42 points, um, and that that's no you know that's something to note. Now they're going to play Georgia, like you said, one the best defense in the Maybe country, um, and Kentucky has yet to face a defense like that. Um, it's going to have to be actually Kentucky's defense that keeps them around, you know, they're going to have to play it a low scoring tight game, in my opinion, uh, to be able to pull off any sort of upset. Um, but again, I think just in the end, Georgia's too much. Their defense is too much. Um, you know, it's in Athens. I think if it was at Kentucky, Kentucky might have a chance to upset them, but, you know, going to Athens, um, it's going to be very difficult, uh, but I think it's going to be, you know, it'll be a good game. I mean, we'll see what Kentucky does, if they can stay focused and, um, you know, kind of continue what they've been doing you know, week in and week out at 6 We
1: saw what happened when, a, you know, a hot team, Arkansas in this case, went into Georgia uh, two weeks ago, right, getting yep. around okay. the same number, right, almost three touchdowns. They lost 37 nothing. So could have that feel. We'll see. Um, I do think Kentucky's a bit better than Arkansas, uh, but the spread is over three touchdowns as opposed to when that game was played, it was only around 18. So,
0: Yeah. What's crazy is Kentucky only gives up 17 and a half points right. a game. They're 19th <laughs> in the country. And here you are with Georgia who only gives up five and a half points a game. I that's mean, wild. it's, that's wild. Yeah, no, it's wild. It's a, a hundred yard difference between first and 18th as far as, yards given up per game um so it'll it'll be interesting but kentucky's got a good line they have a very good offensive line um i was h- heckled when i put out and didn't include kentucky on my top mm. 15 offensive line list and um yeah look kudos to them kudos to all the kentucky fan listeners out there and uh followers on twitter who obviously believe in their team they were right Absolutely. I'll I'll be the first one to admit the Kentucky offensive line is very good, but I will say they have not faced this Georgia Georgia defense defense
1: is something else, man. So should be a good one. Moving to the NFL game. Lots of good games this weekend Uh, in the NFL. A couple four and one teams here though. The LA chargers, the Justin Herbert led LA chargers go into the four and one Baltimore. Both teams four and one here. The Ravens, of course, off that massive Monday night football comeback versus the Colts. Just an insane game. Uh, So they do have one last day to prepare here for this one off that highly emotional win. This line was bet out to Ravens minus four earlier in the week, but has since been bet back down to Ravens minus three, which is where we sit now. Obviously, you also have the whole West Coast team traveling east for an early start time angle which I think is actually a bit overplayed if you just look at the ATS numbers historically, but it is something, something to always keep in mind there. Uh, And the chargers, they do have their bye week coming up next week too, before they host the Patriots on Halloween. We talked about MVP stuff earlier. This game really could go a long way in deciding who's going to be right up there with, you know, Josh Allen with Kyler Murray as that second or third favorite in the Heisman uh, Heisman in the uh, NFL MVP numbers, uh, obviously between Herbert and Lamar here. So this one should be a, a, a really good game. Um, as far as where I'm, I'm, I'm leaning toward a, a particular side here, I, I want to sort of read some more player quotes. Just because these teams are both coming off big emotional comeback victories. Right? You have the Chargers game versus the Browns. You have the Ravens game versus the Colts. One team has to fly across the country. The other team gets to stay at home. So I want to dig in a little bit deeper here, but I cannot wait for Herbert versus Lamar here.
0: It's going to be a great game. Um, both teams are, are very good. Uh, you know, obviously four and one. Um, the Ravens lost their first game to the Raiders, right on a on a Monday night game on the road. Lost um, um, haven't lost since. Beat Kansas City. Went on the road to Detroit. Won on a crazy field goal, uh, longest field goal in NFL history. Then they go on the road again, back to back. Beat up on the Denver Broncos. Um, before coming back and, and playing in that crazy game last uh, last Monday night. So they're actually, you know, I, I think what offsets that, that west to east early start is the fact that the Ravens are on a short week this week. So um, you kind of see that, as at least in my opinion, as a wash. Um, you know, I, I think this is going to be a really, really good game. I think, you know, both quarterbacks are going to get after it. Um Can either defense stop one of these guys is going to be the big question. Who has better weapons? Um, Arguably the Chargers at receiver, Eckler at running back. Um, Really the Ravens' offense is Lamar, and he's been passing the ball very well. Uh, They obviously – Marquise Brown gets back and and is able to kind of be covered. You didn't see it last game, though. He made a lot of uh, shorter uh, catches, uh, short routes and things like that because they had to adjust, um, and it worked. And, and Mark Andrews made some big plays, so um, he's got that. But the running game is not really there, um, so I'm curious to see if they you know incorporate that and what the Chargers, if anything, learned from Indianapolis in defending the run against Lamar. I saw the ends kind of going upfield, and once Lamar came down in the pocket, they both kept contain and came straight back down, and Lamar had to pick left or right when he came across the nose tackle or the defensive lineman um and and both of those ends were coming back making plays so um i'm not sure if that's how most teams have defended lamar in the past but that's going to be interesting um and how they keep contain and can they contain lamar running um to make him throw and look he he threw they they the colts did it last on um, monday night they forced him to throw and Lamar Jackson was on fire. I mean he couldn't he couldn't miss. So um curious to see if he continues that.
1: Both these teams top ten in point scored, top ten in total yards, top ten in passing yards. So total is at fifty-two and a half as we sit here now. All right, before we get to free plays, here are the Monday night football contest questions, guys. Two hundred bucks in site credit to the winner. I'm about to read off three questions for the Monday night game, the Bills versus the Titans. Uh, the first person to get all three correct all three wins. If you if more than one person gets them right, whoever got them in first wins. So you can enter by either DMing your answers to myself or wags on Twitter at the real mystery CL or at cap and wags or email either of us at ACL at the real or cap and wags at the real mystery Here are the three questions this week bills. First is the Titans are taking the bills minus six and a half. Are you taking the Tennessee Titans on that Monday night game plus six and a half bills or Titans question two: name the player who will score the first touchdown of the game. Question number three, the total number of touchdown passes by Mr. Josh Allen total number of touchdown passes by Josh Allen is the third and final question. Get them in get them right. Get them in first and you get 200 bucks in site credit. No questions asked to the real Mr. I wish you all the best of luck free play time wags you know you had that winner last week in the london game right
0: that's right yep i had the uh, over 40 i'm not sure what i put 45. out i think the, i put out over 46 it dropped 45 and a half 45 uh some of. Uh, yep so uh landed never 47 a took a last yeah never, never a doubt nice la- little last minute field goal to get us never there did. um but you know what? Those are the games. Look, we, we made it nice and interesting. We were able to enjoy that 9:30 a.m. game. Maybe uh, some hair pulled out. Maybe some TVs nearly broken. Uh, but we took it to the bank, and that's all that matters. Once that whistle blows, and you got that cashing ticket. Uh, so let's hopefully, this, hopefully, this free play is uh, not as urgent. Or just right,
1: as easy, depending <laughs> on how you look like, at it. All right, you do the honors. Good job. Yes. You honors. Go for it. All right, we're gonna
0: we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna actually gonna move. We're gonna go back to college football. Um, we're gonna go out west, UCLA at Washington, and I like the Huskies in this one. Huskies have struggled early. Uh, they're two and three. They're hosting off a of bye UCLA, who's four and two. UCLA just lost two tough games to Arizona State um, and someone else, Fresno. Uh, and uh, Chip Kelly is going to plan to run the ball. I think Washington knows this, has spent time to, you know, kind of practicing against this Chip Kelly run uh, game, and they're going to be prepared. So I like uh, Washington um, minus one and a half at home against UCLA, and I also think Washington's going to be able to attack this weak defense even though they've had weak quarterback play to date. Um, we're going to see that change off a of bye week, and uh, Washington gets it
1: done at yeah, home. Washington off the bye with two weeks to get ready for that trip. Kelly often certainly will not hurt them. Uh, my free play, I'm going to the MAC. Oh, yeah, MAC. The MAC, Mac baby. The MAC attack. Uh, Western Michigan minus six and a half is the free play. Last week on the site, as as many you know, I, I played Kent State, and uh, you know they cast for us, but this week I'm actually going to fade them on the road. Versus the Western Michigan team that I think is undervalued overall, but especially this week got their home loss to Ball State last week. Prior to that, their only loss of the year was to Michigan, and that includes wins over Pitt and Buffalo last week. Uh, if they had taken care of business last week like they should have, it was just one of those games that happens, in my opinion. This line lo- likely opens up well over a touchdown, closer to that 8-8.5 eight, eight range. So we're getting value getting this line under that number. Kent State comes into this game 0-3 on the road, 96th in the country in points allowed, 110th in total yards allowed, and 101st and 106th in passing yards and rushing yards allowed per game, respectively. I have a highly motivated Western Michigan team here off that home loss. They had to have heard it all week. I've been reading some of their player quotes, their coaches' interviews, press conferences, etc., and they're not happy about what happened last week. I think that they know that they let one get away, that they should not have. And not only that, we now have line value. This number is readily available in Western Michigan minus six and a half is the free play here against Kansas State in the Mac. So there we Love go it. guys. Love Wags. I know you got hockey package up, right? Hockey's in full effect. The the Seattle Hockey's Kraken the other effect. night. We're 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 going, right? Yeah. Came
0: back came back. Uh we saw the Kraken vi- the new expansion. Visit the other newish expansion in Vegas. Uh, what a scene! What a spectacle in Vegas they put on. Obviously, Vegas known for all of their shows. And um, if you if you missed it, check out Twitter uh, opening. Um, I guess yeah, NHL opening Vegas and Seattle. Uh, you'll see some some really cool uh, audio visual stuff that the uh, the Vegas Golden Knights puts on. Um, Vegas uh, ultimately comes out with a win at the end. Uh, they came out hot. They were up to nothing. Crack and come back, tie it up at three late, and uh, Vegas wins in regulation, four three, um, and, and we saw Pittsburgh upset Tampa after Tampa's banner raising. Uh, Tampa comes out flat, so looking forward to to you know getting back, you know getting into the NHL season. Um, the package is up, futures have been sent. Anybody who signs up now still get all those future plays and and if your book still has those up you know feel free to use them it's, it's no cost to you it, it, it comes with the package so i'll probably be sending that out for the next uh, two weeks or so um, for any new signups and uh, yeah, yeah look signups can happen at any time during the season it's a 30-day package if we miss a day we don't have a play uh, that will not count against the 30 days and um, as we move on into the season, the full season package um, price will reflect the number of games as we move forward. Um, and, uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to the season. And, and look, in, in a few weeks, I think three weeks, four weeks from now, we have uh, college basketball and, and NBA coming. It's going to be great.
1: Yep, my college basketball preparation is in full effect. So that package will be up on the site soon. MLB playoff package is still up. We've been hot in baseball. Tennis is going on right now as well at Indian Wells, which has been good. And, uh, you know, obviously football, college, and NFL packages. Those prices get updated regularly as far as the full season stuff. And um, four week packages are always up on the site. So if you guys have any questions, of course, you can always hit us up on Twitter at The Real Mystery CL, at Cap and Wags. And if you have a second, we really appreciate it. Those five star ratings for the podcast really do help us as far as, you know, the analytics and all that good stuff. So if you have five to 10 seconds, just shoot us a five star review there on any uh Apple Apple Pad podcast platform we certainly would appreciate it. Anything else Wags?
0: Yeah, I'm pumped for Yeah, I'm I'm just pumped for college yeah. basketball and I was uh I've always done it um first time being part Not of the sure. package did last year and uh yeah, it was awesome. We 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 really did well and I uh, look forward to killing yep. so it again. So be on
1: and look out for those tweets over the next couple of weeks as I mentioned that package will be up on the site com or acl-sports.com. Both take you to the exact same place. All right, that's all we got, man. For WAGs, I am ACL. Good luck on all your plays this week, everybody. And We will talk to you again same time next week.